0: Today on Broadway for Friday, March 16th, 2018, I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway stars James Marino. James, welcome back. Uh, You got held up a little bit, took a little sick day, something with the Ides of March, which I'm embarrassed we didn't mention on yesterday's show, but Uh this whole recording the day before thing throws me off. So anyway, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. Um, Another welcome back uh, we want to mention before we get the show started today On Friday, Quentin Earl Darrington will return to Once on This Island after his brief absence in which Norm Lewis came in and took over for him for a couple months. Um, He will be back in the show Uh, moving forward, and I think that's great. He got great reviews uh, when the show originally opened last fall, and uh, it's nice to have him back as Agwe. And then also, not necessarily returning to the same show, but we now have Santino Fontana back on Broadway. Earlier this week on Tuesday, he joined the smash broadway revival of hello dolly he's playing cornelius hackle of course stepping in for um gavin creel tony winner gavin creel who is going to have to have back surgery unfortunately Uh, but we've got some pictures in the show notes of him in costume with some of his co-stars Bernadette peters victor garber kate uh kate baldwin charlie stemp molly griggs um, all the other principals uh really cool to have he's one of my favorite i think he is ridiculously talented so to have him back on broadway in any form or fashion uh is uh, is always a good thing as far as i'm concerned.
1: All right. Uh first up in the news, reviews are coming in for Escape to Mar- Margaritaville
0: on broadway. Yeah, about that. Um <laughs> last night Escape to Margaritaville opened on broadway after its original kind of pre-broadway mini tour. The show, as we know, features both uh, classic hit songs and some original songs by the beloved flip-flop-wearing uh, crooner Jimmy Buffett. The book is by TV sitcom veterans Greg Garcia and Mike O'Malley and stars a really interesting cast of uh, Paul Alexander Nolan, and Love, Eric Peterson, Lisa Howard, Rima Webb, uh, and-, and Andre Ward, and more. The show, James. Uh, hmm, how to say this delicately. People, people don't like it, James. Uh, there's one one critic so far that uh, that didn't dislike it. Um, we're recording at about eight thirty. So far, so we don't have all of the reviews in, but I've got, I think, a fair sample of what the critics are saying. We're going to start with the always chipper and delightfully glass half-full Terry Teachout from the Wall Street Journal. He said, quote, I wouldn't care to bet against the folks who've sunk their own money and escaped Margaritaville. On the other hand, I'm a critic, not a producer, and it's my duty to report that they're backing one of the most mediocre musicals ever to come to my attention. The book is witless, the cast mostly bland, and while some of the songs are quite good, they're all used in the most banal ways imaginable. I've seen worse, but if that's your idea of a blurb enthusiastic enough to make you want to blow a couple of hundred bucks on a night at the theater, you don't get out enough. Then, as Teachout is wont to do, he takes a a couple jabs at the, quote, allegedly woke progressives in the entertainment industry. Thanks for keeping it classy there, Terry. Um, He does this while praising Lisa Howard and calling Nolan and Luff pretty and forgettable. However... Adam Feldman does give the show three out of four stars in timeout in New York. He wrote, quote, What do you expect from a Jimmy Buffett jukebox musical? The alley outside the Marquee Theater has been done up as an empty stretch of beach, and that pretty much sums up Escape to Margaritaville, which seems intended to be watched with your feet up and a melting frozen frozen drink in your hand. Feldman continues, quote, "...performed by a vocally overqualified cast, the score is pleasantly catchy. I've had fins swimming in my head for days, and it probably helps that aside from a few crossover hits like Margaritaville and Cheeseburger in Paradise," Buffett's uh, Buffett's Au Voix is not as widely known as those of past jukebox musical subjects like ABBA and The Four Seasons. That gives the score an an occasional element of surprise when it ventures off the sand, as in the folky, melancholy ballad, He Went to Paris. But moments of introspection are few, like SpongeBob SquarePants' Escape to Margaritaville revels in its own goofiness. It's not trying to be paradise. It's fine with being a cheeseburger. Christopher Kelly of NJ.com, NewJersey.com said, Of all the musicians whose work might cry out for a razzle-dazzle jukebox musical, Jimmy Buffett would seem to be at the bottom of the list. Then again, good sense never stopped anyone, at least of all producers and or past their prime pop stars. So here we have Escape to Margaritaville, an unfortunate mashup of Buffett staples like Why Don't We Get Drunk and Margaritaville, and a handful of tepid new compositions set alternately in a downtrodden Caribbean resort in Cincinnati. Don't ask since that's uh, any Buffett aficionado will understand why Cincinnati's in there. That is referenced in the song Fins. Come on now. Get with the program. Finally, uh, Max Winman from AM New York said, quote, the ability to consume alcohol during the show certainly helps to put one in a relaxed, less critical state of mind. But all things considered, you might be better off downing margaritas at a beach bar while listening to a Buffett album. So, uh, James, we have some highlights of the show in the show notes if people want to watch those. Um, Otherwise, uh, not the reviews that I think people involved with the show would have liked. So my question for you
1: is, has anybody reviewing the show attempted to explain the story? Is there a book or is...
0: Yes, yes, they did. Almost everybody included some sort of plot analysis. Um, Basically, what it has to do with is Paul Alexander Nolan's character is a guitar playing singer who um, kind of works the outdoor bar at the Margaritaville Hotel. Allison's left character is an uptight um, environmental scientist um, who's trying to stop her friend, Lisa Howard, from... uh, throwing her life away with Mr. Wrong. So she tries to get her uh, to have a fling with the bartender who's played by Eric Peterson. Then there is a, of course there is, there's a volcano that's going to explode. And (laughs) so, I mean, there's a song about a volcano exploding in Jimmy Buffett's stuff, so you've got to have it. Um, so it goes from there, and then there's a crazy tap-dancing number in Cheeseburger in Paradise, I believe, and uh, just some crazy stuff going on. So there is a book. Apparently, it's not a very good one according to the critics, but – as Adam Feldman said, it's a Jimmy Buffett musical. I think the only way something like this could work is if it's ridiculous. And I think this is ridiculous. So to me, I, I think you've got to kind of understand what you're getting into when you go in to see this show.
1: Is Lisa Howard, does she get cast in shows that are always trying to prevent her from getting married to the wrong person?
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, Teach Teachout and all of his political bluster, he does make a point that – Um, Lisa Howard is infinitely qualified and talented and should be leading shows. And, um, he gets into some things that I'm uncomfortable with, but, but basically, you know, she is insanely talented. I'm a little concerned that he said he just became aware of her in, in, uh, what was the last show? Um, should have been you. Should have been you. He just became aware of her then. I mean, she I believe she was Tony nominated for the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, but that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, she's fantastic, and all of these people are talented. It's just, you know, the show doesn't seem to be very good. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, Lisa, Lisa Howard, we've just been on everybody's radar screens for uh, quite a few years now. So, all right. Uh, next up— uh, this unknown director, Ivo Van Hova, looking for a new star
0: in his West End All About Eve... Yeah, Evo Van Hove. You've never heard of him, but you've no. got his, got the pronunciation of his name right, so that annoys me. Um, <laughs> no, um, we've talked about this production before. The acclaimed uh, and always working director Evo Van Hove is helming a new West End production uh, stage adaptation of the classic film All About Eve. When this was originally announced, it was supposed to come to the London stage this spring, spring of 2018. That clearly is not going to happen, but... It was supposed to originally star the great Kate Blanchette, apparently due to scheduling conflicts, she will not be able to continue with the program when it arrives on the West End in early twenty nineteen However, a new star is in talks to take over the role of Margot Channing, and that is x file's own. Gillian Anderson. Now, not nearly as big of a star as Kate Blanchett, but Gillian Anderson is a pretty accomplished stage and screen actress in her own right. The play is being produced by Sonia Friedman Productions and Fox Stage Productions. And I would imagine that assuming everything goes well in the West End bow in early 2019, that the show will eventually be making its way to Broadway shortly thereafter. Because Evo van Hove can't stop himself from working, and this is a, a film that I think has just as many fans here in the U.S. as it does in the U.K., and Gillian Anderson is an American star, so it'll be interesting to see where that show goes after it eventually debuts hopefully a year from now. All right, and uh, British star Dean Johnson Wilson to join the West End King and I. Yeah, I should have mentioned that last story came from the illustrious tweets of Baz Bomaboy, the Daily Mail, his regular Thursday tweet news dump. I don't know how he gets all these scoops that he is allowed to just tweet out on a Thursday night before everybody else. But anyway, another thing that he tweeted out is that uh, Dean John Wilson will be playing Loon. uh, Oh, I'm going to screw this name up. I even know what it is. Loon. Lunta in uh, the West End transfer of Bartlett Shear's revival of The King and I. Uh, Dean John Wilson uh, was the original Aladdin in the UK production of the musical aladdin he was also a semi-finalist on britain's got talent he was uh he was in here lies love at the national theater in the uk and has done a bunch of other stuff there was in from here to eternity he will be joining the previously announced kelly o'hara kelly o'hara and ken watanabe who will be reprising their broadway roles this show will begin uh, uh well it'll begin performances at the London Palladium on June 21st. But, uh, you know, we originally said that Ruthie Ann Miles was supposed to be a part of this cast. Um, No official word has been said whether or not she will continue with it. But obviously with everything she's going through, um, that seems unlikely, especially because we know that she's pregnant. So that show is scheduled to start here in just a few months. And with this um, uh, announcement, the uh, the show also extended by three extra weeks and is currently playing through September 29th of this year. So, um, you know, uh, they're they're adding people and we're hoping for the best for Ruthie Ann, whether she's a part of this show or not. So
1: connect the dots for me here. I was uh, looking at this, and I said, oh, Kelly's going to be over there in the West End doing King and I. I wonder maybe she'll get uh, an Olivier nominee or award. And then I was thinking, I wonder, is there an EGOT equivalent over hmm. in
0: England and Europe, around the world? Like with a BAFTA, like with a, BAFTA, like a yeah. like an Olivier. It'd be something like a B-O. Oh, wait, no, that's not go B.O. That's, uh, that's yeah. a bad connotation. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Very well could be. And I wonder if uh,
1: you know I, I started to think. I wonder if anybody has won them, but probably
0: like Michael Crawford probably won it for Phantom. Uh, yeah. Well, the only thing I'll say about that is is keep in mind that the Olivier's aren't that old. Um, yeah. You know, that's why when people start thinking about like. Rogers and Hammerstein winning things. I believe Richard Rogers did win one, but after Oscar Hammerstein II passed away, I, I, I'm just this is just off the top yeah. of my head, so I could be mm-hmm. wrong here. But um, you know, so they're not super old. So I think it would have to be. I mean, Michael Crawford very well could do it because he's been working in the UK for years. But it's not going back to like, oh, I wonder if Ethel Merman or or you know John Gielgud or something. These these folks aren't people that would have even been eligible for an Olivier.
1: With the reception of Hamilton, perhaps a uh, Lin will be blazing that trail.
0: Well, he's he already has uh, an Olivier. He won an Olivier for the the London premiere of In the Heights. Just. Last year, oh. two years ago. Yeah. So he's he's I got the Olivier already. Yeah, they won. They it, they have this weird uh, award over there. That's something like um, achievement and musical excellence or something. And they give it to a show for the overall music presentation. Um, so it's a little different than just score. Uh, but Lynn won that a couple of years ago. I'm 99 I'm percent sure. But of course, I'm not that smart. So I could just be making that up.
1: He could just have like the alphabet on the wall, like you know, the kindergarten class A through Z, you know, and just yes. check them off, yep. you know. Yep. Hmm. All right. Uh, final Frozen Friday
0: release uh, previews. No, no no, new... no, 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 James.
1: Okay, that's final. Final. Final uh, pound sign
0: Frozen Friday <laughs> releases. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, release previews a new Princess Anna solo. Yes, it's it's hashtag Frozen Friday. But yes, uh, as they've been doing, they've been uh, presenting a new song from the Broadway production of Frozen every Thursday slash Friday uh, throughout the preview periods. You can purchase them and download them on Friday, but they preview them on different websites on the Thursday. And yesterday, Vulture premiered the new song called True Love, which is a uh, which is an act Two uh ballad. I think it's a, you can call it a ballad for Patty Murin's princess Anna. It has a nice little intro from Kristen Anderson Lopez, who says that this is the, her favorite song that they've written for the stage adaptation. Bobby Lopez plays the piano and uh, this one's a, a, a nice video. We got the video at the beginning for monster with Casey Levy had a couple audio ones. And now uh, Patty is singing true love. Uh, it's a really nice video. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gut punch of a ballad in there. And I've talked to people who've seen the show and my Broadway world colleague, Alan Henry said both of the times he's seen it already during previews. This song has brought him to tears both times. Um, so it's a, a pretty poignant song. Um, I kind of feel like this with her just standing on a microphone, you don't get the impact that you would get in context of the show because apparently there's some really cool staging that goes on with it over at the St. James. But a really cool way to kind of wrap up this uh, little month long uh, release party that they've been having because Frozen officially opens next week. So if you haven't heard this one yet, check it out in the show notes should be a really cool way to uh, no pun intended, cool way uh, to get yourself ready to see uh, to see the show and hopefully get some good reviews next week when it opens. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter at BWW Matt And subscribe to Something to like Pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. James, the next time we have an episode come out, I will be on my way to New York.
1: Oh, excellent. And my Let's- name is James Runo from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. That means that this is the weekend and I'm not prepared for the weekend stuff. Hmm. All
0: right. Well, I will tell you, uh, uh, Natalie will have a new episode of On My Way to a BFA coming out on Saturday. So just FYI for you, James. Oh, excellent. So that's the
1: Saturday. And on Sunday, we have uh, This Week on Broadway and we're talking to somebody. And so uh, when we talk to that person, um, it's a special surprise guest.
0: Is it not a surprise? You just can't remember. Special surprise.
1: Yes, yes. And uh, so uh, have a good weekend, and Matt and I will be back and talk with you on Monday.